Hi guys, my name is Amina K. Thornton and you are listening to One Up Podcast. You can see all these uh, live episodes as well by going to amina.media in your web browser. Uh, today we are doing another message of hope, uh, struggle to success. And today we've got on Angela O. Chang. Is that correct? I yes. got it. Okay. <laughs> um, she's going to tell us about her struggle to success and then, you know, how's that changed her and, um, and made her amazing because I've seen the things she's done or doing, should I say. I haven't known um, Angela too long, but I could see she's very flexible. She's very um, giving and she has a lot of things that she's definitely going after and doing. So I'm excited to hear about all her projects as well. So where would you say, um, Angela, where did this all start? Where, where was your struggle in, in everything? Yeah. Thank you so much, Amina, like for the introduction and thank you for the time that we're getting to spend together. I'm really happy, you know, just having this conversation and the message of hope is just so amazing. I learned so much from everyone that you've interviewed so far. It's so cool. Yes, yeah, so you've been <laughs> watching them. Yeah, yeah, I actually watched the gentleman that um, yesterday he was originally from China, and he was talking about oh, that how was um um Wang um what's his his what's his first name Daniel Wang yeah, yeah I really like him I definitely agreed like a lot of the stuff he talks about is kind of similar to my story as well so I think it's so oh, cool. cool it is when you find that same you know. Um, common thread I guess it's just yeah. like it's kind of like a relief too because you're like wow here I thought I was the only you know one that was you know dealing with that same dynamic I listen exactly. to him too now that I got him I got it on the Alexa of right next to me now on the yeah, Echo. Yeah. I finally got it figured out yesterday so I listened to like three of them yesterday and yeah. I was like, it's just nice to just re-listen to them too because there's stuff that you that you miss even I miss like oh you know I should have asked more about that and um you know that, mm -hmm. that's interesting that they that they did you know mention that so yeah, even stuff to take away from it, you know, listening to it again, you know, there's always yeah. something to take away. I think for me, um, can you hear me? I'm gonna put this microphone maybe. If yeah, can I can hear you. Okay, so wow, message of hope where my struggling began. Um, so my story is I'm first generation here in America. So all of my family is from Kenya and Africa. So that in itself, that totality, when I really think about it, I never really realized how, why my life was the way it was until like now, like mm -hmm. as I'm examining my life before, but I think it was just like me being first generation here, literally being the first person ever born here in America. The rest of my family is African. Yeah. It was definitely a struggle because me being in America, I found myself now looking back that I was really figuring myself out my identity and I was also people pleasing. And I never really fit into any environment. Like um, when I was in 
African-American spaces, I didn't really fit in. Or if I was in a space that was, um, you know, the neighborhoods I grew up was most, mostly Caucasian. And I never really fit in in those spaces. And even going into African spaces, I never really fit in. So I found myself that I was kind of in limbo. <laughs> So that's very, that my is very much, yeah, like Daniel's story as well. Yeah. Yes. Cause I was he like, was wow, first, yeah. yeah. Cause he was first, um, Canadian, I guess. You know, well, kind of, I mean, he moved over when he was really young, so he didn't really, you know, live in, um, mainland China like his parents yeah. did like really experience it. But yeah, I can see, I can see the similarities and your story. Yes. Yeah. So I think really and another thing too, I grew up in a single mother household. So me being first generation, I was like a mother and father to my younger siblings. So I never really had a childhood. I had to grow up really fast at an early age. So with that, and then not really knowing how to identify myself, like not really knowing myself, because, you know, my mom was working all the time. My dad was still in Africa um, working all the time. So I, w I really had, you know, I had people around me, but they never really understood. The only person that really understood was uh, my best friend. And she also was first generation too. So that really helped. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then as I grew up, when I was in high school, like leaving high school. Well, that in itself was, I went through depression and everything like that. Um, you know, a lot of things happened in my life. Um, you know, first love and things like that. And I went right after high school, I went to the airline industry. So I became a flight attendant. And it's amazing that you just were like, I'm going to go be a flight attendant you know, right <laughs> out of high school. I mean, that's like the farthest thing I would ever think I could accomplish, you know, out of high school, thinking back on my high school years and just like, I, I suffered like the depression too, because yeah. all the, all the people that I hung out with were older than me and they were already long gone by the time I got out. And so, yeah, it was this weird, like, okay, now what, you know, what do I do that's now, you know? <laughs> exactly. That was me. A lot of the people I hung out with was older too. And I think it's just because I had to really mature. Yeah. You know, at a young age. And when I went to the airline industry, it was really awesome because like the whole reason why I wanted to go to the airline industry is because um, I wanted to find myself, know myself more and see what I wanted to do with my life before actually what I was going to do was I was going to join the military, but then I chose being a flight attendant instead. And your parents were like, go for it. Or your mom, I would say, right? Because was she still single at that time? Yeah, she was. And actually me going into the airline industry, I grew, I, um, I'm from a small town, Pennsylvania. And where I was going was all the way to California. And a lot of the people around me didn't really agree with that. So really at that time period, I was by myself really, you know, going to the interviews and everything like that. If you know how long and extensive the flight attendant interviews are, they're pretty long. 
But when I actually got hired, that's when I really started to receive that uh, support. So during that, a lot of people, um, and you know, it's now, you know, it doesn't bother me. Like everyone has their own journey and different things that's going on. So I didn't take it personal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But at the time you're just like, well, nobody really sees my vision. And here I yeah. am. You know, it's hard when, you know, you don't have that support. And I think a lot, all of us, um, that's, you know, come on the show or, or even hasn't told our story yet that want to tell our story. It, it we always come to that point. That's like, you know, I feel very alone. I feel like, you know, I can't get through this. And then, you know, you realize that you've already accomplished so much, you know, and then finally, you know, you come to the realization, well, what is that, you know, what, what does that make? Why is that different? Why is that different? You know, why has it become like what we really want? It makes it so much harder. But the stuff we don't want, like at all, it's so easy to accept. It's so easy to like go for. And then people like cherish that more, like our outside, you know, support and stuff. They're like, yeah, you should definitely do that. You should go work for, you know, Kmart or something. Yeah. You should definitely do that. But yet it's like, I want to travel the world and go, you know, be a stewardess. And they're like, no, no, I don't see that happening. It's just like, why is that? Especially because, you know, you're so passionate in that you would think, that more people would be more supportive because they're like, oh, well, you have ambition. You definitely want to do this. You got it, you know? Exactly. I don't know. I don't know what that is. Is it just culture, I guess? Maybe Maybe it's just culture, like the way we were all brought up. Yes. You know, now what I've realized is that, you know, when you're telling someone of what you want to do your vision, the people that don't support you at the time or anything like that, it's not personal. It's just, they're not aligned with it. And that's okay. Yeah. You have to, you know, the further you go into your vision and who you want to be, you're going to find people who you're aligned with and who are going to get you, you know? It's true. true. Like my, my whole network's totally different than a year ago, like totally different. And it's so, it's so interesting to, to look back and thinking where I was at a year ago and then who I like manifest into, like, cause this is, this is where I wanted to be. This is who I wanted to become. And I strive for it every day. And I networked with other people that, you know, I was inspired to be like, and it does, it, it falls in place. And you find that you have a lot more in common with the people um, that you're aligning with that you want to be like. And even like yesterday, I was um, one of the gentlemen that came on, um, Seth, uh, let me see if I get his last name, Przezinski. Sorry, Seth, if I'm messing that up. But, um, you know, he was he was definitely like we were we were talking about his journey and stuff. And he was talking about, you know, being an entrepreneur and all the stuff he struggled through. Well, his his story was something I never experienced. He actually went to prison. And then oh. reformed um, himself, and um, and uh, you know went back to his grassroots because he was born, um, you know, with the grassroots and stuff like that, uh, very nature. And you could definitely see that, and I can relate to that too. Where it was just like, you know, um, we have this this base. Like we know it's funny how we kind of know ourselves as a kid, but we kind of lose it as we get older. 
And then, yeah, so I, I felt kind of aligned in that too. And I'm like, yeah, I feel that, you know, and then you, you relate and you feel good that you're, you're with people that understand you. You're with people that get you, you know? Exactly. So, I agree with you so much. Like me going into being a flight attendant. So I've been a flight attendant now for almost five years and Within me being a flight attendant, it was super great. Got to, you know, travel the entire world, meet amazing people. And your pictures. Yeah, look amazing. I should have been a flight attendant. (laughs) Amazing. And I think silently something I was dealing with in between that was really, I also felt stuck in that lifestyle as well. And, you know, because on the outside, everyone's like, oh my gosh, it's so cool. You're traveling the world, you're meeting people, you're, meet, you're doing all these things. That's awesome. Yeah. But you didn't feel did. like it was, it, that was it. You didn't feel like this was it. This is what I'm going to do, you know? And you felt like there was something more for you, basically. Yeah. You know, I, I really, when I got into mainline, you know, getting into the airline that everyone wants to go into, everything like that uh now mainline is a is um like a a actual um what what would it be like a network or is it a flight or so mainline airlines are basically i i can't say my airline i work for in here but if you go on my profile you can see um it's basically that's the airline that goes international and everything. Okay. Like that. Okay. Yeah. Original I would just say it was only around the States. Okay. Yeah. So when I was in that, um, really, I was a lot of my, I started to change because I went into airline at such a young age and that in itself, I, I was still in a space that How old were you at the didn't time? really, I was 19. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, about 19. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And funny enough, when I did my application at 19 years old, the day after I submitted my application, they changed the age to 21. Because 21 is the age that you're supposed to go, uh, that they hire people for the airlines. Oh. So yeah. I, maybe one airline left as higher as at 18, but all the airlines hire 21 and older. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, uh, everything started to change. You know, I, I still wanted to experience experiences, but I wanted to be more subtle, you know, just ever things change in life, you know, as you get older. And then something happened to me and I got my flight benefits taken away. Mm-hmm. That's hard, especially because oh. like you've been working for, for five years, right? Yes. Like five years at the time. Yeah. Yes. The universe, I always say, now I'm smiling because like, I'm in a different place yeah, right now. But then yeah. it was really hard because that's something that I identified with so much, you know? And I mean, everyone that saw me identified like, oh, that's the, you know, lady that she travels the world. She does these things. And now that's taken I away. See. That was your identity. Who, who, yeah, that was exactly. your identity. Yeah. And it's like when I was younger, I was just in limbo trying to fit in and everything. 
So you felt I, like did actually bring up those memories before when you hit that, when you yeah. hit that pinnacle where it was just like your, your flight, uh, um, you can't fly anymore. Um, did yeah. that bring up that, that same feeling and you're just like, not this again. Like, yeah, I think it really did. I was just really, I was really depressed because it's like, when you're in that point, it's like, what did I do wrong? I should have not done that. I should like, you try to li relive the, yeah. what happened yeah. over and over again. And it's like, it's already done. And I was so sad. And at this point, so I've always, when I was younger, I've always been a person that was very spiritual and very just like deeply connected to things, which was very different in, you know, where I was at because a lot of the people were very surface level people. So mm -hmm. I found myself like really the deeper layers of myself kind of shoving that down and being like, no, I can't show that part of myself because people don't understand that. Yeah, I understand. I, I understand because now I understand. I didn't for a very long time and really, I didn't really probably even until this year did I really understand there's a difference um, because when I was brought up, we, my we never practiced religion, but it was always like, like the friends, the neighbors, everybody had to go to church to be spiritual. And I felt a different type of spiritual. Yeah. And I was like, well, what does that make me? I mean, does that make me not honest? Does that make me not less, less caring, less, you know, something. But I, as much as I tried, like I went to French churches, I, I just didn't have the same feeling. I didn't have, I always felt more connected to nature and like, the, you know, the, what's around me. And speaking out to, if you want to call it God, if you want to call it, you know, spirit or whatever. But I remember being really religious in my own way, in my own spirit and talking to the universe. Yeah. Um, even, even as a young child, I can clearly remember going out into the woods and like praying for stuff and asking for, you know, direction and things. But I felt that was wrong. I felt that, you know that was the wrong way to ask for stuff. I had to go to church. I had to like learn all this stuff in the Bible. I mean, cause that's what, you know, my whole community was doing. Um, but so, you know, it wasn't until, like I said, really this last year, I realized, uh, you know, um, through mindset, through all the things that I do that, you know, I was on the right path. It was yeah. just, you know, everybody around me, that was in a grown up or you know took for their reality something different which is totally fine but you know i'm at peace with it now that i'm just like okay well my religion is the same they, we just we just practice it differently you know is that how you feel too yes i agree with you like even from a young age like i was just a very deep spiritual person like I would just go outside like you said and yeah. really like talk to the universe and God and just do those things but I always did that in secret I never yeah, showed too. that me part either. of myself ever yeah yeah because oh, I just I didn't you know the people around me I was like they're not gonna get it yeah my best friend she nobody talked about it. it nobody it was yeah. never talked about. It wasn't like, hey, you know, you know, this is another, a different way. If you want to practice this way, you know, it was exactly. always like, you know, no, th there's only one way. And if you don't do it that way, then bad things are going to happen. It's just like, well, I, I'm not connecting here. I don't know, you know. Yes, so, that yeah. is so true. And, you know, when I was in this depression point, I tried everything. Like, you know, I did 
um, meditation and yoga and, uh, you know, looked at advice and all of these things that, you know, we do getting information, uh, the dark night, the soul, all those things. And I love those things. Those things were amazing, but what really helped me. And I believe that people are put in your life really for a reason. Like the people I've met when I was on the journey of really being stuck and depressed, were really into health and wellness and, this gentleman actually showed me life coaching. I never knew what life coaching was. I was like, oh, that's kind of what I've been doing all my yeah. life. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's like, that's a thing. Yeah. 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 I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I, I thought the same thing. I'm like, wait, you can actually do that? You know? So, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with exactly. you. Exactly. So, yeah. so, I got into life and health coaching and I, got certified and I'm still learning and, and doing more um, certification. Yeah. And it's ongoing. And that's yeah. where I think, um, especially in life coaching, because I guess I can kind of hit on that too. I do motivation, success. I guess you could say life coaching too. Yeah. Um, but it's a, always, it's an ongoing inner process for you because you're the teacher. You're the one that's going to be teaching the information. So I, I find it as uh, I've, for myself, I think it's a great honor to, yeah. you know, be able to help um, in any way possible through my podcast, through my media, through um, one-on-ones. And this is something that I'm going to continue doing forever because it, it makes me feel good that I can give back in that way. So, yeah. Yes, that is so true. That's exactly how I feel when I got into coaching that really helped me get into the transition when I didn't have my fight benefits. And then I was still in the midst of, okay, I have my coaching. I'm doing that. I was still, you know, learning and everything like that. I'm still being a flight attendant, you know, just still kind of rocking and limbo world. And then honestly, when COVID-19 hit, and before that, when COVID-19 hit, I was like, man, I just need a break. Like, if I can just have a break just to kind of pause button, reevaluate my life, see what's going on, you know, just stripping all the layers. Because before I mentioned, I told you I stay in the UK. Yeah. And then I also have my family here in America, my families, and I'm just all over the place. So are you, you're still an American citizen, right? You just live in the UK? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Is this because you're a flight attendant because you make income from the United States and you can, so you can live in the UK? So my boyfriend actually lives in the UK. I oh. met him like through my journey of like, you know, being a flight yeah. attendant and he really helped me during my journey of everything that. I was going so you through. Get, so basically you have to come back. Is it 90 days? It's been a long time. Since yeah. I've been into it. So you have yeah. to come back every 90 days and get re-evaluated or something to go back to the UK? So the most you can stay there is six months, but I'm okay. trying to move into where I can actually live there fully. Yeah. So that's the transition I'm in right now. 
I looked into it actually last year because I thought about moving, like selling everything, taking me and the kids and moving to, to Paris or France, yeah. somewhere made, like right in the middle so we can go and take trains and flights yeah. and whatever. It, it's not gone away. It's still like right there. <laughs> I, I need to figure out some more information. But um, yeah. uh, so, you know, it's, I always liked Europe. I always liked architecture. I always liked the, the history of uh, Europe. Um, so it is interesting. Yeah, you'll have to let me know how that all goes. I know there yeah, is uh, you know. France. I know there is um, ways you can go if you, um, like, I know there's ways that you, if you can teach or if you provide like, um, like technical stuff. Um, mm -hmm. So there's always a way. There's always a way. You'll find it. Yes, so, there's yeah. always a way. And if you do do that, I would love to hear your story. Or who knows? Even meet up. That would be cool. Yeah, I know. <laughs> where where, where would you be? Where would you be? Where are you, where are you temporarily when you're I'm there? I'm in Wales. Okay, in Wales. Okay. So Wales is like really the outskirts of London, like outside of London. Yeah, so it's a city. It, it's yeah. so beautiful there. It's so like I know you love nature. There's yeah. a lot of mountains. I've been to Windsor. Green. I've been to Windsor. This was many years ago. It's like ten yeah. years ago now. I can't believe it's been ten years now. But, but yeah, it was really, really, really gorgeous. Oh my god! Like rolling hills, horses, like fields. Yes. It's like wait, why don't we see this? <laughs> like it's anywhere so else? Pretty. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Is. So. You know, when COVID-19 hit, which was very, you know, it was very, honestly, I think COVID-19, with everything that's going on, this really allowed, maybe for some of us, really to see, what do I really want out of my life? Do I want to go back to the job or to the career that... I, or do I want to do a different path? Yeah. You know, and we all have the option now. We all have the option before yeah. we, all, we had all that, that pressure to be on work on time to, you know, um, have that work-life balance. And now it's just like, everybody's in the same position. And what do you want to do? You know? So it really, you know, gave a lot of people opportunity where there wasn't before. And everybody's okay with everybody starting a business like today, you know, whereas before all this started and you were like, well, how long are you in business? And be like, I just started six months ago. You might not get work, right? Because <laughs> they're like, well, why is that? Um, you know, but now it's like everybody's more accepting. So it's a lot, there's a lot more opportunity than a lot of people I think realize. And if you, anybody listening on the live today or, you know, listening on the replay, there is tons of opportunity right now. So whatever you want to do, stop what you're doing and start working toward that because you will get there. Yes. Yes. I agree with you so much. I think this really just showed, gave every, you know, people really an opportunity to really just dive deep within themselves and really just see their surroundings, their environment, who's in their life, all these things. Uh, where do I want to, what direction do I want to go next? This is the first time this ever happened. Yeah. In history that I know of, at least. Yeah. That Not that I know of at all. You, yeah. <laughs> hey, like the world stopped and you got to really just every, you know, you weren't in a place that you were judged. And during this time, that's the time that I really 
open up traveling realms. I've been working on that like the entire time, but I opened it up and now, I, what is the traveling realms for everybody that's listening? Cause I seen a couple things, but I don't yeah. know too much about it. So yeah. Yeah. So traveling realms is life transformational life coaching. And I work with frequent travelers who feel stuck in their lifestyle. I help them move out of that phase into living out their desired life. And that's a story, you know, that I've been telling of how I felt very stuck everything was all over the place you can even you know people pleasing from even being um indecisive even i guess you can also say that too um because there's so many choices yeah. out there that's what i'm facing right now <laughs> just like well do i move or would it be better just to stay or and then i can travel or because i i have I, i'm not only thinking for me i gotta think about my kids too it's like well what dynamic will my choices put on their future you know, but I know it's, kids are flexible. So yes. I know a lot of it is just in here, right? At the end of the yes. day, it's all those um, mostly negative, right? Things that we go through and we're just like, but whatever this happens and whatever that happens. And it's exactly, it's not true. that was None literally going None up. It's true, you know, there. and like, you know, 99.9 is not even feasible, right? It'll never happen. <laughs> so yes. You know, at that point, you know, me doing Traveling Realms, it just opened up so much. Like, it really helped me get into my purpose in life. And I feel like I'm 100% living my purpose right now in life. And this is something I've always wanted to do. And it's like creating this platform, not saying you have to create something to live in your purpose, but really this allowed me to really go through back and in a lot of times you always ask the question who who am i you know uh that's a question that really pops up when you think about self-awareness that was a talk i just did and the question that really helps move through all of the indecisiveness or just figuring out what you want to do in life is what is my ecology what beliefs have I held on to for a long time since I was young that's holding me in this present state right now? And where do I want to go? And when I figured out my ecology, when I found out who I wanted to, where I wanted to go, the question now is like how I move through my life is what are my top priorities? Like right now, as we speak, my top priorities, my five top priorities me time <laughs> me time allows me to really heal within myself so i can put in the work and i can give to others it's so important because if you're just out here just giving 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 then it's like you need to give to yourself it needs to be that's how the universe works uh the receiving and giving like yeah you have to. You can't just give everything. You have to have that time receiving. of yeah, receiving, like you said. Yeah, to, to heal, to to learn, to grow. Yeah, and um, energy. My energy. That's a, also a, a priority too. Like, what am I aligned with, and what am I not aligned with? And even if I'm not aligned with something, moving into the space of letting go and acceptance. 
you know, because, and seeing everyone as equal because each of our journeys or how we see the world is valid. Mm-hmm. You may not understand it, but that's okay. Yeah. You know, being confident within yourself, you yeah. know, what you're, what you're aligned with. And then also another of my, um, priorities is, uh, love and relationships, understanding what love and re- what love and relationship I want to have and how I understand now, like who I want to surround myself with in my life is an exchange of acceptance, expression, and honoring, you know, value, like honoring, linking to value. I feel like when you put the word respect, it almost kind of puts someone on a pedestal. Yeah. But honoring, you're valuing the person and that person is valuing you. And um, freedom is another one of my priorities, being able to really create. And another of my priorities right now is, um, I think the other one that I put is time. Yes, because that's our greatest Um, asset. It is. I know it's so undervalued. It really, it's, it's the only thing we have to value is time. Um, because that gives us opportunity to be with the ones that we love to give back. I mean, we really got to place that high. Um, cause you know, when we're absorbed in things that take away from that, that do not satisfy us, we're losing our, our lives because of it. And um, I think about time a lot. In fact, that's one of my core values is not to be restricted by time. And um, thinking back of, you know, even, you know, um, I'm, I'm 38 and thinking back, you know, to my 20s and things. Well, that's always been like my, my core value. Um, I never wanted my kids to uh, be in public school for one of one of the reasons, there's multiple reasons, uh, but one of the reasons was so we can control our own time. We can control our own destinies um, in a way. Because once you can control your time, you really can control your destiny because you can decide exactly what you're going to do for exactly how long. Um, and then you just have to be dedicated, committed to getting it done. And that's where a lot of people, I think, um, I don't want to say fail because you're never a failure, um, just haven't learned yet. They haven't learned that they can take back their time. They can um, work for somebody if they want, you know, but if they do, then, you know, how much of their time they're putting into it? And is it worth whatever they're getting for it? If it's a wage, if it's knowledge, um, you know, and then is it worth that time that they're trading for that? And uh, yeah, so it's very important, definitely. And I did like the, when you said about um, loving people and respect, and um, there was something I was going to say about that. Um, Yeah, so it is, it's a two-way street. Nobody should have the pedestal. Nobody should have the ultimate say. There should be no like head of household. There should not be like um, the one person that makes the decisions because in in relationships, it should be that both people are honored, that we we look at, just like anybody, like you mentioned um, before that, um, look at everybody as the same. And um, a lot of mindset stuff, a lot of things that I've learned, a lot of things that I kind of knew, but, you know, just getting that validation 
Uh, you know, you treat people uh, like you want to be treated, right? And then not only that, we are all gods. We're all, we're all spiritual beings. We're all made of the same stuff, right? Whatever the stuff is, we're all made of it, you know? And that puts us all on the same playing field. That puts us all in the same, you know, situations, and uh, yeah, so why don't, we shouldn't like try to compete. There should be no competition. There's plenty of resources. There's plenty of abundance. We just got to um, look outside of the, the competition field, you know, and just say, hey, you know, um, I honor where you're at in your journey. And, you know, like you said, keep growing, just keep growing and learning and, and showing others, you know, what you're made out of. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like, you know, really me just thinking about kind of the message of struggle into hope. Mm-hmm. When I talk about the whole identity, like how I was struggling to, you don't have to, instead of looking for your identity, Instead of looking like, okay, who am I? Who do I want to be? Yeah, create the person that. who you want to be. Yeah, yeah. Because you are you are <laughs> the first person in your story. You yes. are first person. Yeah. You can create who you want to be. And that's where I'm moving right now. I'm creating who I want to be. And how I'm doing that is really connecting with all parts of myself, you know, the past parts of myself and the future self of who I want to be. Yeah. I've met the future version of myself and that person really motivates me into going in the direction of who I want to be. And another thing that I've also talked about is just because everyone around you says your life is so great in your heart, if you feel like something has to change, something has to change most likely. And it's like- Most definitely, most definitely. That's why you're feeling that. Yeah. Yeah. That voice. Something has to change and you're gonna find the people, you're gonna, you're never alone. You're never alone, you know. Um, Understand yourself, learn to understand yourself because once you learn to understand yourself, you're able to understand, you know, the people around you, life around you, why it is the way it is when you know yourself. Because really, what you see is really a reflection of who you are. I knew you were going to say that. I was, yes, yes. Totally I was thinking about it. what you said. Yes. <laughs> I love how you put it that you saw the future version of you. Now, yeah. would you say that's like when you were meditating or did you actually meet a physical person? I just want to make that clear for everybody. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So it was really meditating. You know, when I was, it was really a, a self-talk, like this is through transformational coaching. And that's why it's so powerful because it's not the information that creates the change, but it's the experience. And when you can it's all about right asking the right questions. And that's what coaching does. Ask the right questions so you can answer it for yourself. And when I was being coached um, by one of my partners, we, we do transformational coach, coaching to each other, but I was really closing my eyes, really figuring out my ecology, you know, why I am the way I am, you know, what brought me to that. And 
thinking about, well, where do I want to go in the future? Really getting in touch with my senses and seeing who I want to be in front of me and really just that person and me having a conversation and really just being like, hey, the parts of you that are holding you back, you need to let that go. And it's not letting it go like, all right, you know what? This was me. I'm going to just push that person on the side because that's not me. But it's really ensuring that those parts of you know that you are loved. There is safety, love, and belonging, the three basic human needs. That's why the changes that sometimes you want to make don't stick because we have to make sure that the love, safety, and belonging is safe before we can move forward. If that makes did that make sense? Yeah. I don't know if I was going all over the place with my. Yeah, that's fine. Safety, love, and belonging, but within yourself. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, so when you want to do something, if I can give an example, so how you do one thing is how you do everything. So the people pleasing, right? that stemmed from childhood and that's something I was still doing now. You know, the life that I was living and not figuring out what my true purpose is just staying being a flight attendant and figuring out, wow, like I actually want to be a life coach. I want to inspire others and help others to live out their desired life. But I was stuck in the mode of people pleasing because everyone saw my life great but it's like internally i knew that i wasn't living out my purpose but in order for me to see that i needed to do the deep inner work within myself figure out my ecology and figure out where did that stem from and really talking to that part of myself and being like hey it's okay i I'm going to give myself permission to move forward. And there is going to be love, safety, and belonging. And that's where the five top priorities come in. Because once you know your five top priorities in life, and they can change at any time in your life, you're able to say no. And you really think long-term with your decisions. Every single day, you're like, well, I know that this, this, and this, and this are all my top five priorities. No to this, yes to this. Boundaries. Boundaries are important. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Defining who you want to be and staying true to that no matter what. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah. I yeah. I just I know that it may, you know, for people who are watching and they may not know their ecology, or maybe this conversation that we're talking about is really inspirational, but for you, it's it's far-fetched right now. It doesn't have to be. You can live out your desired life. You know, look at Amina. Look at <laughs> me that's coming on. I'm living out my go desired listen, life. Go listening to all these stories. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's the same message over and over and over. And, you know, we have something powerful to tell you. We have something powerful to tell you. you got to... You've got to be willing to listen and hear it and take, take that risk, take that, you know, whatever you would call it, get out of the comfort zone. You know, yeah. the risk isn't there. The risk is made up. Honestly, yeah. there is no risk. Life is meant to change. It's meant to grow. You know, 
you yeah. won't you won't ever end up in a place that you don't want to be ever exactly it's just not possible as long as you are wanting to grow and wanting to change and wanting to be better you'll never end up at the bottom exactly so. and it you know something that really helped me this is another thing that i've used as a foundation i actually talk about this in my podcast I have of Traveling Realms, Balance Speaks. This is where we just get in the depths of our soul and we just, I, I just talk. So it's not something that I, I look up or plan. It's just like you said, like just talking from the soul. And that's why and- I make these very unplanned because I don't, I don't want it to be scripted. I don't want it to feel made up, but you know, there's, there's too much scripted. There's too much thought. And it's, I think we, when we, put in thought where we actually think about it. And that's where we trip up and make a mistake. It's try to make it more too human, I think. And we need to be more spiritual and we need to, you know, be willing to be um, vulnerable. And, and, um, and that's going to really resonate with uh, people just opening up like that. Yes. Just opening up. I talk about the chakras and, For those of you who don't know what chakras are, they're basically a way to really navigate within yourself and navigate the world you live in, you know, self-awareness. So I talk about the first chakra, which is the root chakra, and that really deals with alignment. And that's literally what we've been talking about the entire conversation. Once you know what you're aligned with, this is really your foundation of life. And, you know, things change as you grow, your alignment starts to shift. And if the people around you, what is around you don't understand, that's okay. You are changing. That is why that's happening. And then we move into the second chakra, which really talks about um, uh, really creativity, sexuality. So your feminine and masculine energy, the masculine energy, which is the doer, and most importantly, the being, being still, that's something, you know, a lot of us are always like, go, 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 do, 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 gotta yeah. do this, you know, but it's important to <laughs> be do. still, yeah. just create, you know, that's where your creativity really lies, and then the third chakra is your confidence, how can I move into a space of not just being confident in the areas that are aligned with me, but even confident in areas that are not aligned with me. And then learning from them. Yes. Just being you unapologetically, whether people agree with you or not, just having that confidence. And the last two that, um, where I'm at right now, the fourth chakra talks about the heart space. That's where I talk about seeing beings, you know, people, as equal to you and learning to accept and let go because your alignment, your, you know, creativity, your masculine, your feminine energy, your, um, your confidence, you know, some people, you have to learn to accept and let go because this conversation that we have, have somebody out there may be like, um, I don't agree with anything you're saying. And but you know what, guys? <laughs> you're still listening. So there must be something here that you're that you're resonating with, that you exactly. know your truth, but you just you need to you need to keep going. You need to keep listening yes. to the message. You need to keep 
re-listening to this episode because you will get to that space. And even for me, it took me a while just to come to that aha moment that is just like, it really is that simple. Like it can't be. I mean, this whole, this whole like mess that I put myself through mentally, this whole like um, victim mentality, um, you know, all the, all the ups and downs that everybody goes through life. It really all has to come down to you and you are powerful and you can make the, the change in your life that's needed to, um, align with the right people, align with the right companies or the right businesses or whatever it might be, you know, um, you just, it's that easy, but it's so hard because we, we were brought up that, you know, it's not possible that it's not for us that, you know, there's something, there's something there that's sacred or, or surreal that we just don't understand. Um, but no, we're all the same. If you want to become a multimillionaire, if you want to become a head of a foundation that, you know, gives back worldwide, if you want to be a stay-at-home mom and raise six kids, all that's possible. You just got to choose and keep going for it. Yeah. And it's, it's just amazing, you know, when you come to that realization. Yes. Everything you're saying is so true. And just, um, three last things. So the other chakra I talk about is your communication, right? Listening more than we speak. That's why we have, Infinite Waters is one of my mentors. I say that we have two ears and one mouth. I love that. Yeah, we do. Yes. And another thing is like you talk about, we are infinite beings living a human experience. You're not defined by anything. I'm not defined by being a flight attendant, which I still am, or being a uh, traveling realms. That doesn't define me. It's just something that I do, but I am an infinite being. I can do whatever I choose to be, whatever space that I'm at in my life. And I want to really, you know, inspire you guys to do that. It doesn't have to stop. No, you, you can you can keep growing. I mean, even if you decide, I mean, there's plenty of people that's been successful in their 60s and 70s yeah. and 80s. I mean, holds Warren Buffett. I don't, I'm not really sure, but I don't want to offend him if he ever <laughs> listens to this. But you know, he does what he loves to do, and he's totally successful. You know about it, and um, you know, and that's with anybody. You know, age does not define you. Yeah. Um, circumstances doesn't define you. Only you, the things, I wish I knew the exact quote, but I don't. Um, but the things that are told to you that you believe define you. The things yeah. that you tell yourself that you believe define you. And that's it. That's it. You know, so if you want to be more, if you want to have more, you have to change the way you think about yourself and your situation and the people around you. True. Change your beliefs and you change your life, everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Start knowing what your beliefs are. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I wish I remember the quote because I don't think I wrote it down, but I was was reading some Einstein stuff and his quotes and everything. And um, basically, he said, uh, you mentioned uh, a little while ago, you know, creativity, 
you know, it's the creativity space that we're, we're trying um, to get to that we, that's the inner self. That's, that's the spiritual self. That is God. That is the universe speaking to us. That is us in, in essence, right? Uh, outside our human form. Um, and he had a quote, like I said, I wish I, I wrote it down, but I don't think I did. Basically he said, you know, without, um, creativity, we're nothing without that inner voice, we're nothing. And, um, if any of you guys ever looked up like inventions and how they were made and, you know, you actually read bios from people, um, that were like, that are now looked at and revered as like these amazing people that, uh, made these amazing inventions what they have however if you actually dig into their history and read um their success you know struggle to success stories um they started just out just like all of us and they don't credit themselves for any of it at least like none that I've read. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's some narcissist ones out there that says I, I am, you know, God of world and, you know, and everything, yeah. um, you know, all the ones that are humble, right. Accredits, you know, um, that inner voice accredits, you know, the universe for getting them that information to uh, make that happen. So I yeah. agree so much because it's, when you really set out and you really get in touch with your creativity, it becomes bigger than you. It, it's not, it, it becomes bigger than you. It really does. And it's like, I don't know, you know, sometimes the words can't really, it, it's just a feeling. It is. And it's like, when you get, when you understand that feeling and when you look at other people, like now when I look at, people on TV or just like look at people do things. I'm like, I feel you. I get what you're doing. Keep on doing it. Cause I have that inside too. Yeah. And now on the flip side, all the people that like hate on other people, <laughs> you're just like, you haven't came to the same spot as me. We're not there. You're not at the same level. And um, I like how you said that, uh, you know, when you don't align with people, you know, you'll find new people. But also those people that don't align with you go away. So that's a good thing. At least for the most part, they do. You'll have the ones that try to stick on and like bring you down to their level. But yeah. majority of them will just, you know, find their own directions. That's um, true. Which is, which is okay, guys. Don't panic. Like if all like your circle like seems to be disappearing, look for the, look for the light. There's something there. And, um, exactly. Yeah. And then even, you know, the people who are around you, Sometimes your relationships with them, sometimes they're forever. Sometimes it's just for a little bit. And, you know, sometimes it's just a high and by situation. And That's actually, I was just listening to um, <laughs> Jim Rohn, um, which was, what is it called? The Four Seasons, I think. And yeah. talk about it. And uh, he talks about that. He, it's basically, like I said, another quote that I wish I remember off the top of my head. Um, People are sometimes here for a season, right? And not a lifetime. And it's so true. Like, because they're put in, in your path for maybe just to give you more experience, maybe just to help you get to a new place, maybe to put you through a bad experience so you learn the good about it, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, everybody, it doesn't have to be a lifetime. You know, exactly. you could still gain knowledge and grow. So yeah.
I agree with you. Like I, yeah, you know, and when you're in the midst of being a creator or just understanding yourself, who you want to be in life, wherever direction you go, you're going to be so busy doing that, <laughs> that you're going to be like, oh, that oh, person I left. left. I didn't even know. <laughs> yeah, I didn't notice. <laughs> yeah, we're just like, like, oh, okay. <laughs> Where'd they come from? Oh, I told you. <laughs> That's true. It's just going to happen. It's just going to just synchronize so you know, well, that you're just going to be in the midst of doing things and things get hard. You have your tribe, you have, you know, watch Amina and watch all her powerful things that she has about the stories of hope. That's what's going to get you to still keep on pushing. Thank and you. if you need coaching, I'm here. Yep. And you I was, I was getting ready to ask you that, Angela. So, <laughs> Angela, where would people um, go to find out more about your coaching and what you're doing right now? Yes. So if you are really interested, you know, please join our tribe. We are a loving and open group of people. Type in traveling realms. So. That's easy to spell. I think you get it. I'll put it, I'll put it in the details too on the podcast and on the um the YouTube. So, yeah, yeah, what? Yeah, come. You can you know find me on YouTube, any podcast platform. Facebook now is it all live. under? Is it all under traveling realms? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. cool. Good. And Instagram. We have a master class that we do every other week. So if you look at any of those platforms you can join our class and find a tribe surround yourself with people who are on a similar journey where you can grow so even if the people around you don't get you that's okay you have your tribe <laughs> that's true that's true yeah. and then you know if your tribe doesn't fit or the people move on and you're ready to do something different then you can always try something different you know that's that's how easy it is right <laughs> yes <laughs> we make yes it yeah yeah so, uh, okay, so they can go to Traveling Rounds and sign up for any of the coaching or any of the tribe stuff, and you're, like, on all social media, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. um, anything, uh, any events or anything that they need to know about coming up? Um, yeah, uh, so if you are on Facebook, and you can even um, see my personal Facebook, Angela O'Chang. I'm actually doing a live this Friday and it's going to be the self-love cleanse. And I'm going to talk about how self-awareness can lead you to self-love. Because once you learn how to love yourself fully and entirely, internally, externally, you're able to go out there and love. And that's really your foundation of life. Yeah. You know? This is foundation. The foundation <laughs> of life. Yep. Totally true. Yep. All right. Thank you, Angela, for being so amazing and coming on to this message of hope, struggle to success um, series. Uh, I totally appreciate you and stay with it. Stay with it. Thank you. And stay with it. And I'll talk to you soon. Yes. I love, you know, everything you do. So keep on doing Thank it. You. She's awesome. You. If you're watching this. <laughs> Thank you. Well, they they will be if they're not watching the live. They'll be watching the the um the.
the replay. And so you guys know, let me give you the addresses to those as well. So if you want to watch the replay from the live, you can go to um, your web browser and type in amina.media and I'll take you right over to all the videos from the Message of Hope Struggle to Success series um, to listen to the podcast on eight networks. Now you can go to Anchor dot fm slash one up again that's anchor dot fm slash one up and we are now on apple Podcasts, so i'm so excited because i've already seen a lot of people come from there so super exciting and thank you guys all for joining in on the live totally appreciate you guys watching the behind the scenes as well um hopefully you took away some um nuggets of wonderful inspiring information that's gonna push you through the rest of the today um make sure you watch the replay so you know you you can go back and uh you know uncover anything that you might have missed definitely angela is there anything else that you like to say before i let you go today be yourself unapologetically and know that you are an infinite being living out a human experience so just accept that appreciate that and let go and that's where living life really begins Love it. Thank you, Angela, again. I'll talk to you soon. Take care. All right. Bye. Bye.